0: All right, everybody, we're back here on Mining Stock Daily with a corporate update from Snowline Gold and CEO, Mr. Scott Birdall. Scott, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Trevor. Snowline Gold does trade on the venture with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. Uh, there. Uh, listen, it's it. The exploration gold exploration sector isn't great, but right now uh, the market has definitely been rewarding Snowline Gold. Uh, it's just been incredible to see your drill results come out. Uh, Uh, out out of the project there in yukon scott uh we could go in and and talk you know micro detail about every single hole but i don't want to do that i just want to preface by saying these are really wide intervals with some really good grades you know how do you kind of summarize this year's exploration work to your shareholders and potentially new people
1: um i don't know if it it, it sounds too pretentious but I, i guess just bigger and better um it's uh we're we're pretty excited by what we've seen um in the in the few holes that we've uh gotten assays back for uh which is uh five holes so far and then um and yeah the uh what we 're seeing in, in additional holes looks certainly promising um It really builds on what we uh did last year where we uh at least established the footprint of a large and unusually high grade reduced intrusion related gold system at valley um, and this year 's drilling. Uh, is a mix of of infilling giving better resolution those were very aggressive widely spaced holes uh last season and so we have a lot more to learn about what the uh actual deposit looks like and what the grades are uh within the within the gold system and then uh on the edges of it we still have a lot to learn about the geometries and, and potentially even uh, other zones of mineralization within the broader valley intrusion so um yeah it it really has uh up the up the ante and what we've seen with uh um with infilling for example, is that we're, not only do the high grades continue from hole to hole uh, in terms of this near-surface high-grade corridor, uh, but we're seeing better grades than we had previously seen. Um, good runs of, uh, of, you know, four, or five, even six grams per ton mineralization. Uh, our hole 39, the top 132 meters that hole averaged five grams per ton gold. So, um, you know, that just is uh, phenomenal for this type of a system where you have operating mines, you uh, uh, producing it at average grades of, uh, of 0.3 and 0.65 uh, in the cases of Fort Knox and, and Eagle specifically. Um, and so to have you know not 0.3 but 5 uh, starting from surface is a pretty exciting place to be. And then uh, and as we poke holes uh, kind of on the periphery of the system we're seeing good continuity. Um, I know you don't want to go into the, the micro level of detail but, uh, but our hole 35 for example um, cut the system uh, from the uh, southwest to northeast the opposite of most of our holes uh, from farther south uh, west than we had drilled before and uh, and even that hole had a 400 meter run of, of a gram per ton and so you know that's where we would kind of sketch on our, our pit walls initially and uh, and so to see it uh, again with an average grade higher than is necessarily normal for these systems over 400 meters you know that's uh that's not necessarily a pit wall um and below that hole, uh, the bottom of 39, uh, found mineralization. Well, well, I've I've really talked a lot about the high-grade near-surface corridor, and and for good reason. Those are you know high-value ounces. Um, we're we've now tagged into uh, with just one hole so far, but uh, a new part of the intrusion uh, that we hadn't hit yet that uh, that's at that depth. Um, and uh, we're, we're seeing grades really hold together. We had a 233-meter run at 2 grams, which is sort of the, uh, as I understand it, the magic number. Obviously, there are a lot of variables for what makes a mine work or not work. But, uh, but a sort of rule of thumb that I've heard before is, uh, is 2 grams per tonne for a, uh, a block cave operation. So when you're talking about uh, finding bulk tonnage mineralization at deeper depths, you might be looking at that sort of a, an extraction model. Some of that is within open pitable depths. Uh, some of it goes deeper and we don't know how deep it goes, but, uh, but at those kind of grades, uh, we're, we're curious to find out.
0: Scott, I guess, what is the company's threshold right now, as far as depth, as how far you want to go to test some of these targets, you know, cause a lot of people that have massive projects and, and mineralization is near surface don't necessarily feel like they need to spend a lot of money testing deeper targets because there's enough, you know, closer to the surface to expand and put on a resource and maybe even a pea and take it to those type of technical reports and knowing that there's probably some more upside you know down below i guess what's the conversation you're having with your management team and your board about you know thinking really long term here about valley and what what do you deliver as far as a technical report after you know we'll talk about a resource assessment at some point here but you know the long term strategy here for those technical reports
1: Um, yeah, well, I I mean, just uh, touching first on your whole question of the depth of holes. Um, it's, uh, we don't have like a a specific metric for, you know, this is the deepest that we will drill a hole. Um, we're certainly targeting that higher grade near surface stuff, uh, you know, the, the, you're just getting more bang for your buck there. But that said, if there's a, you know, another system like this, uh, within the intrusion uh, at depth or another zone like that within the same system then uh, you know we certainly would want to know about it and uh, yeah. so we might not be looking to drill something off with the same urgency that we'd want to uh, figure out and, and expand uh, a zone at surface uh, but for example that hole 39 um, that, uh, that discovered that deep zone uh, that was initially slated to be a uh i think a 300 meter hole uh in the drill plan and with that idea in mind that you know okay we've had this high grade near surface corridor that's the highest value let's crank these out and just get through them Uh, but i think it also shows the importance of um you know actively looking at what's coming out of your uh your drills and, uh, and making calls based on the geology and so uh the team on site uh to their immense credit uh, you know they looked at it and they said okay well you know this is still looking interesting let's let it run again let's let it look at it in the morning and you know see what it comes up with overnight let's let it run again let's let it run again and uh <laughs> and kept doing that and until you know they finally called the hole in the Hornfells at 581 meters so um you know had they just stuck uh steadfastly to that plan of, of near surface shallow I think we would have uh, you know, we would have done ourselves and our shareholders a disservice by just ignoring the presence of this zone. But that said, uh, you're right. You know, we don't want to necessarily drill something at uh, at a kilometer depth off to hundred meter centers as a as a priority right now. So, um, so the the near surface is certainly the uh, the priority. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about news to come. I mean, you mentioned I think five holes have been reported. How many holes are in the lab awaiting? With assays to be released, and how many other planned holes do you have yet this expiration season?
1: Uh, i it's, it's getting up there. we're We're basically going to do as many holes as we can. Uh, at Valley, we have two drills turning. um and uh, I believe right now they are on uh, holes uh, fifty seven and fifty eight. Um, and for just for context, uh, we started the the season on thirty four. um we've released uh, uh, up to thirty nine uh, except we're still waiting for results on thirty eight. so uh, so a good number of holes, uh, basically 20 holes or so, uh, in the uh, in the process uh, and, and in the works for uh, getting the results back. And then on top of that, uh, you know, with our production, we should be able to get um, very conservatively, you know, another 10 holes and uh, and likely a lot more than that. So um, and that's just from Valley. Then we have another drill that's uh, now turning it Gracie. Uh, we did a, a hole at our uh, newly acquired Reed target as well um and at gracie we're we're basically looking for a sibling to valley, except as opposed to uh the nice right at surface uh discovery that valley is this one is is, is covered so it's a a bit of a uh mixed blessing there where it could be too deep to find or too deep to uh necessarily be profitable but uh again with uh with grades, if they're anything like valley then uh, that opens up the the doors to a lot of different options for processing uh, or for extracting that sort of mineralization and so uh, and then if, if it were something like Valley, but not eroded away, uh, we're very happy that still there at Valley, but we know that a big part of that system is gone. And so, um, so to find that intact, then, uh, you know, that's a, a pretty enticing prize in itself and certainly worth some meters. And then, uh, we're looking at, uh, at phase one drill programs on, uh, on potentially a couple of other different, uh, targets that we found, uh, on the Rogue project as well.
0: Okay. Great. How about, um you know h- how long do you have here i mean we are in the middle of august so the season is you got to start thinking of starting to wind down here pretty soon how you know how many weeks or months do you have left at camp there
1: yeah um we've we've got another couple of months basically um we're we're already coming close to our, our goals for the season but of course we we've got money in the treasury and we've got boots on the ground and uh and you know we've got uh good weather so we're going to keep at it and and do as much as we can this season, but uh yeah we're looking at uh, probably just uh, shy of another two months here.
0: are you going to be able to put a, a maiden resource on this thing come this winter
1: i we'll see I, we'll see what the distribution of of uh, of grades are like and, and you know where it's open and how much we still have to figure out about the system uh, but uh certainly the uh, the drilling we're doing this season will give us uh, a lot better uh understanding of the system and and even uh you know armchair uh resource estimators doing back envelope math here will have a much better picture of of what's there and you know I think that's an advantage of the system um it, given the continuity that we see uh and just the basically it's a you know a big cloud of mineralization a lot more like a porphyry system than your typical uh gold deposit and um it, and ultimately that means that we can find out a lot more about this deposit with a lot more confidence. Even even looking at analyst estimates that are uh that have come out, I think three different analysts have uh have now kind of taken the story under their wing and, and put out their own estimates, which I can't really uh you know support or, or refute um uh, until we have a, a proper uh compliant estimate done. But uh but I it, I think it is noteworthy that uh with just twelve thousand meters of drilling from last season that they're based on. Um, they're tightly clustered, and mm-hmm. uh, you look at other pre-resource stories where analysts start putting out uh, resources, and you can, uh, you know, you can look at stories that have hundreds of thousands of meters drilled, uh, even more than a million meters drilled, and there's a huge variance on the range of estimates by analysts. So, um, so ultimately, you know, you don't need much here to to get to uh, some pretty reliable estimates.
0: Uh, Scott, your equity made another all-time high this morning uh as we are recording here i think it's wednesday that's kind of week i think it's i think it's wednesday uh uh it made another all-time high uh it really is the poster child for gold exploration actually any exploration right now i would say in the in the metals and mining sector i mean how are you managing expectations here not only for yourself and your team but also for uh for the market
1: yeah i think that we're just trying to get the story out there and just trying to um you know, let the rocks uh, say what they say, and I, I think that you know, finally, um, at the at the moment, uh, more and more people are becoming aware of the story, and, uh, and more and more people are uh, kind of starting to listen to the rocks in terms of uh, of those grades and that continuity and, and what it means. So, um, you know, I don't think that uh, um, that we're necessarily hitting ourselves hitting up against a wall here with. Uh, uh, you know, based on what we're drilling, based on the results that we're getting back, this is a this is a unique uh, discovery and a and a unique kind of a system. And you know, I, I think it uh, it does uh, deserve uh, a lot of attention.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say, if I may speak openly and honestly, that uh, the way you communicate this story, because you and I have chatted this about Snowline for I think about a year or more now, right? Uh, and the way you portray this story is. Uh, every time is with another level of confidence than maybe I had uh, maybe taken from a year ago and I, I hope you take that as a compliment, but I think you're uh, you understand what 's going on not only with the market but with the rocks as you say you know what you have and i and I think it's it just says a lot to how you 're kind of fitting into these uh, boots as a CEO of a very successful exploration company, so uh, you know kudos to you.
1: All right. Well, well, thanks, Trevor. I guess in 2020 hindsight, I only wish I'd had more confidence to, uh, to beat you <laughs> over the head with early on, so that uh, you could. Uh, but, uh, but of course, you know, the more we know about the system, the more confident we get, and um, and also, you know, the more time I've spent uh, looking at analogs and looking at, at benchmarks and other things like that, and kind of understanding where this discovery fits in on a global scale, and uh, I, I can't say I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be. All right, uh, Scott. You and I are probably talking. Once again, here in about a month's time in my neck of the woods. Uh, So we'll, uh, we'll wait until then. I'm assuming there's going to be more drill results out in between uh, now and and Beaver Creek. So let's, uh, let's, let's chat again in September. That sounds great. All right. All right, everybody. That's your update from Snowline Gold. Again, trading on the venture with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice.